children of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled, fun-packed episode of Conversations About Dot Dot Dot. My name is Will. Yes, it's another Hero Clicks episode. Why? Because I can. Anyway, so we're gonna. Uh, I was talking about. I've got three people with me, two other people with me right now, Ed Khan, and I've got Antonio Clark. And today we're gonna be talking about the rotation announcement by Wiz Kids. So, gentlemen, first of all, introduce yourselves. Go right ahead, Ed. Oh, okay. Um, I'm Ed K. Um... Long time Clixer from 2002 to present. I live in uh, Lake Stevens, Washington. I'm probably one of the older Clixers you'll find out there. I'm 64 years young, enjoying teaching here Clix to my next generation of grandsons and granddaughters. And I've known William for many wonderful years. And I, I don't bring a lot of meta to the game, but I've enjoyed the game. And, and uh, if there's anything, insights I could add, I'm Happy to do so. You'd be surprised. Go for it, Antonio. Um, what's going on, everybody? It's your favorite super sketch artist, Antonio. And I am, uh, you know, just here. I've been on this show a few times now, thankfully. And uh, we've always had a great time. So I look forward to having another one today. Yay. So we've been through a few rotations and some of the rotations have been, you know, usually with rotation, the way it normally works is, I believe, it's like June or July. They announced the rotations before Worlds, of course, and everything. And of course, I think Worlds was uh, earlier in the year, too. And so now this year being an interesting year, because I guess we're finally out of the COVID bubble. Because I think I feel like that's a lot of it. Uh, they With the COVID bubble, they kind of let some things go for a little longer than they should have. And so now we have a late rotation where they announced it. And I honestly thought they were going to wait until after Worlds to announce the rotation. But instead, they kind of pulled a uh, James Gunn. And they were like, well, we're going to go ahead and put the rotation out there early. So, by the way, yeah, DC movies, you know, here are the new ones coming out. And the other stuff you've been watching beforehand, we're just going to reboot the whole thing. So, uh, with that in mind, uh, they gave us some sets that... Uh, they, gave, they, they rotated some sets out that some people are not happy about. Uh, they kind of Some people feel like they went too far. Some people feel like they didn't go far enough. And so first question to you, and I'll start with Ed. Ed, uh, were you surprised by the length of the list, or do you feel like it was just right for the situation? Uh, I think it was a very accurate list in my, in my estimation. Uh, I like the fact that it's doing it after Worlds because you're able to keep all your your toy box together so you can go into worlds with it i've seen many times them add a set right toward uh before Worlds starts and that you got a mad scramble for pieces and a mad scramble to see what the meta is going to look like mm -hmm. so i i'm very i'm very happy with it i uh on a personal note uh rotation to me as uh as more of a collector than player allows me to pick up some pieces that are a little bit older that oftentimes meta players will offload a lot of their older items and I'm able to pick them up uh, either eBay or secondary market at a reasonable price. So my, my patience pays off after a while, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm very happy with it. The, the only thing on a personal note, I wish that um, perhaps the tarot cards had gone out uh, as a as a choice. I just find them to be problematic, 
at my age, when you learn new things, old things need to go out of my brain. And if I learn tarot, I'll probably end up forgetting how to drive. So I, I, I don't miss that. As I wish that had happened. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm glad that there's some very, very good DC sets still available. I love to see that uh, my, my friends that do love their DC will have some uh, pieces to use. Uh, and, and and continue to use. So uh, overall, I'm I'm very happy with the with the way they did it. Okay, Antonio, were you surprised by anything with the with the rotation, or do you feel like that they do you feel like it covered it pretty well? Uh, not at all. I was just at Gen Con uh, a few weeks back, and I was telling every WizKid employee that they needed to cut all the way down to Disney Plus. I said. You have to. Um, we can't take a whole nother year of Scarlet Witch. We just can't. You know, Sakari and Iron Man. We just we we just can't. We can't take another year of that. So there's so many pieces in the game uh, that have fell victim to the Scarlet Witch being available that made them not even be able to be played at or even thought about being played on a real level as far as competitive and even sometimes for a local level. Mm-hmm. So she needed to go, and it was unfortunate. But if you actually go through the plethora of sets that are um, that are coming, you'll see that a lot of the pieces from the sets that got cut early, like you know War of the Realms and um, and stuff like that, those those sets in general weren't as utilized overall as um, you know some of the the sets that have just come out. So. So right. they needed to. I, I knew it was going to happen, and um, I, I, I'm excited about it just for exactly what we're going to have post-rotation. It's going to be a fun time in Heroclix for sure. Right, right, definitely. So I will say this. I I was surprised because I was like, okay, well, did, I wasn't for sure. I didn't remember, like, did Empire come out before Disney Plus? Because there's stuff in Empire. A lot, there's a lot of, like, stuff like, say, for example, the Chase Beast. Um, uh, you know, uh, the, the, I think it was the Fantastic Four OP kit that gave us Lockjaw's legacy card, mm-hmm. you know, some other stuff, there were a whole bunch of things in the meta that like were shaking up the meta to where it's like, if they existed past a point, you know, you're just sitting there going, I mean, the Thanos, nobody cares about Thanos so much anymore, but I mean, in the world where Scarab still exists, you know, things like that, I mean, it's just, it's. And Different. Thanos is still good. Thanos is yeah. still good. Thanos is a, is an amazing piece. He is just not a broken piece that can sit there and heal every turn and do all these different things. He now becomes a piece where you just have to play him correctly. But in a world where Scarlet Witch um, realistically exists and the shorter maps, she can ruin him on turn one. Right. That's 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 a, a an issue when you can ruin someone on turn one um that is that becomes an issue and that i saw it over and over and over when you watch the the rock listings and things of that nature shout out to everyone that that utilized that combo but at the same time that was just a clear you know example of this is a dominant piece i'm surprised she didn't win nationals um shout out to spidey prime because spidey's amazing but you 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 had all these pieces again that it's just really it's just unhealthy for the game but yeah yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens i have a question for you two gentlemen sure. do you think do you think they should have retired the large maps and just said 
small maps only from this point forward? Yeah. I, I, I feel like we may not be done with that. I feel like there's something that may be coming sooner rather than later where they may say, they may say, you know, hey, you know, going forward with the play, you know, if you're, we're only going to allow for the maps. We aren't going to get rid of the sets. But we're only going to allow for the maps that are the regular, that, that are the new size maps going forward. From from the conversations that I've had with the people that work for WizKids, they're not going back to small map to large maps anytime soon. Not, well, no, no, no. I'm so, no, right, right. No, yeah. what I'm saying is they go the sets that we have left that have the larger maps. Yeah, I can see them banning those maps. Well, for with, with the, the only maps that we have, the only maps that we have are Batman Team Up. We have that one, right? Because Danny's a street. Because I use that one, Danny's street. Um, yeah. And like the Bat Cave. That's that's for Batman. Um, team up. What else do we have? Ten of Swords had small maps, right? Or, or it had... Ten of Swords. No, Ten of Swords had battle royale maps, so those won't be usable. Yeah. They did so, have a regular size map as well. So you know, so in essence, I mean, we still. Other than that, that's that's pretty. And what Avengers Forever. Uh, had a, a map and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of the play at home kit stuff. So we have less than 10 full size maps that are in the game. I don't think it's a, it's a, a big issue, especially when you talk about you have, you don't have a scarab in play going forward. Somebody that can attack from the starting area. The other side of the map. That's yeah. The, that's, I mean, literally that's the only reason why that was even important anymore is that now you can have scarab just attack from across the, you know, sitting in his starting area. So, so mm-hmm. now that you don't have that, that that figure anymore, which we knew Wonder Woman was going to retire regardless, we knew that was going. Um, now you you know it's it, it's okay. So, yep. Uh, now I'm going to go over real quick the rotation stuff on there, but I, I've got something that I'm going to post you after we get done with that. So um, the as far as the five uh, figure booster sets go. Uh, as of September 18th of 2023, these will rotate out of modern age. And it's going to be the Marvel Hero Clicks Fantastic Four, Spider-Man and Venom Absolute Carnage, uh-huh. uh, House of X, Fantastic Four Future Foundation, DC Comics Hero Clicks uh, Wonder Woman 80th, X-Men Rise and Fall, the Avengers Fantastic Four Empire, uh, Hero Clicks War of the Realms, and Disney+. Plus. And then for Fast Forces, each of the Fast Forces that are represented in those up through till War of the Realms because they didn't do the Fast Forces for um, Disney+. Plus. They did. They started doing the bigger uh, gaming boxes for that. And so then, as far as starter sets go, they did uh, Avengers versus Masters of Evil, which I didn't realize that was still legal. And I don't remember hearing anybody using stuff out of there. I'm not for sure what was good out of that anyway, but what do I know? Anyway, um, the Deep Cuts Fantastic Four, the Turtles movie minis micro set, and the Fantastic Four storyline OP kit. And then for convention exclusives and limited edition or LE elements, the tire stack and the barrel. So those are all rotating out as of um, the 18th of September. So here's my question to you. Uh, other than the big ones that we know of, like, you know, Scarlet Witch and. Uh, 
All right, brothers, stand down for just a second. After seeing your forms, it's apparent that your kung fu skills, while great, you're lacking one thing. That's your nerd kung fu. If you want to get that up and you want to learn how the nerd kung fu works best, check out the link in the description of the episode of the podcast. You get a chance to support the show and get some cool licensed gear from all sorts of geek fandoms all over the world. Now go on. Go get your nerd kung fu on. Okay. So other than that, what's a figure that you're going to miss out of those uh, particular sets? And I'm going to go ahead and start us off and say one of my favorite pieces out of those sets and all artists is uh, the super rare Thor out of um, the, I think it's War of the Realms. That's going to be my piece that I'm going to miss because for a second, when the ID cards were in the deal there, we were able to go through and basically call in the Thor for a turn and just shoot somebody for like six or seven damage, you know, and then basically just have them move away, hypersonic speed just to move away and then just phase himself out in that same turn. I thought that was pretty awesome. That's a piece I'm purposely, I'm going to miss a lot from these sets that have retired out. Edward, Ed, what about yourself? Well, uh, Pulp is kind of my jam. And from the Fantastic Four, I really like Franklin Richards. I found him to be a wonderful addition to my Pulp. He's uh, kind of a Swiss Army knife. He's got a very long dial. So that, personally, uh, I have to give him up, which which is a shame, but uh, that happens. Um that's the one that hits home. Um, the majority of my collection are putting together uh, teams that I like as far as comic accuracy and collectability. So obviously that doesn't affect me. And for home games, I'm I'm whiz kids at home. I, I say what's what. So mm-hmm. for my grandsons and I and my sons, you know, we, 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 we still field everything, but, but we do dip our toes into, uh, into two venues and we do occasionally go to, uh, some tournaments up here in the Northwest. So definitely I'll be missing, uh, uh, the diversity of it, but, uh, uh, what's left I think is very fair, very positive and I'm ready to go forward. Okay. Um, I think Antonio, it, what's it? I, I yeah, think it go was, ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think it's it's you know, like Ed said, it's tons of figures. Uh, it's figures from every set that I love, 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 love. Um, I mean, I could easily give a rundown for each set that I know. You know, that's being retired of pieces that I've played, played, played so much. One of the pieces that I was so excited to. Um, that I, I love so much is Empire Loki, the uncommon Loki that does the rally dice on the two. I mean, yeah. two's come up so much. He's at any time I've I played him, he's he's just some some amazing stuff. So I'm gonna miss. I love shape change. I love evasion pieces, and he's just a nuisance that you can't ignore. So I'm gonna love that Loki. Um, I'm actually gonna love the. Even though he was inaccurate dial-wise for what I thought he should have been, the super rare Daredevil um, from War of the Realms with the sword. 
uh, given him being a taxi and given everybody that he taxis super senses, uh, I've used him a bunch of times. He's he's great. House of X had tons of stuff, but I knew that was going to go. Um, but like Ed said, you know, I play at home a, a bunch, thankfully, and I have multiple venues that um, do silver and everything like that and, and golden. So on a regular basis, mm -hmm. so it's not like I'm restricted to 300 point. Um, it's just modern. Even when I play 300 point at home, we, we just pull from whatever we want. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's always going to be tons of stuff that, that I miss, but that's, I think that's the, the joy of, of hero clicks. If I just held on to only the figures that I, I'd like, I would have stopped playing a long time ago, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And also just remember too, within the, we're in the land of legacy cards. So you never know what may come back eventually. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm glad that they're doing the legacy cards over. Like that Invisible Woman that got re-legacied. I'm glad that they're viewing some of these legacy figures and saying, okay, well, especially the first few sets that came out that say, hey, we um, we can do better. And let's let's redo some of these. So I'm, I'm interested to see what gets uh made in the the future as far as right. older legacy cards hopefully some of those wonder woman pieces and it fingers crossed maybe uh gsx magneto might get another uh time to, mm. to shine that would be uh in cyclops uh from from you know the um what's the name set i forgot what set he was from but that cyclops that got legacy the super rare i thought they just uh -huh. declawed him so much so i would love to see him back to his former glory, you know? Okay. That's definitely a possibility there, too. You know, I finally got my hands on a Blackheart and a couple of Hellfire Guards, and I never got to play them, like, in an official capacity. So one of these days, if I get a local game going, I'm definitely going to bring out Blackheart and um, oh, yeah, just piece. do some Hellfire Club and just yeah. do some things. I did a Soul Sword, though, just because. Just because if I'm going to play him, I want to play him at yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's a fun. He's a fun piece. He's a he is a fun fun piece. And again, I think a piece that <clears throat> once people really started playing Scarlet Witch even more was like, oh, well, now he he can just be destroyed easily. You know, I think there's like, ugh, I can't wait to play two hundred point Hulk on a three hundred point modern team and not be mm -hmm. scared of someone just pulling up on him and wrecking his day with yeah you can have leech leech has to get close which i'm okay with because he's a, a splatter on the wall after an attack but um in cosmo is, is is great too but you know it's so many one man these one man army dials that we're getting so many of them you couldn't even think about uh fielding them if no mm -hmm. at an at a actual tournament knowing that scarlet witch was was viable and that even if you miss her the first two three rounds you're gonna when you get up that high level you're gonna see her um and right all it takes is one good rune marker on one of those characters and all 200 points of that which is your whole team is gone um and I, mm -hmm. I, I don't think that the game should be played that way it, it shouldn't be power erasure on that scale just needs to get out of the game as a whole, you know. Just they, there's better ways that they can do it. That's all I can say, you know. Okay, agreed. Yeah, yeah, definitely so, definitely so. I mean, that's that's definitely a valid point on it because you look at you look at what we have, you look at what's coming. I mean, we are um, uh, we are about to explore the, the a bit of the more villainous with the notorious set coming out. 
And here's me crossing my fingers, hoping that we get to bust up at some Notorious during some BRs or something. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would be wonderful because I'd love to do that. That's the thing. Like, I'm going to Worlds. Somebody's like, oh, you're going to go to Worlds. You're going to go compete in the national, in the, uh, in the Whiskey Championship? I'm like, nah, <laughs> dude, in Worlds. I'm going to compete in Worlds. I was like, I'm going to go do Battle Royales, dude. Like, yeah. that's that's my jam right now. Yeah, and you can do Team Seal. You can do you can do Team Worlds, too, if, if, if available because Team Worlds is realistically probably the funnest event to me. So, you know, Sealed is, is amazing. So... I'm, I've always been been weary of why they don't they don't consistently have a top tier sealed event thing. Yeah, the the cream always rises and stuff like that, but you still have to play it. You know, you got to play yeah. it, and and you can. I've seen many of people pull the power piece and still not win, and that's all that takes is is for you to pull the power piece, not win, um, and you know, somebody I've kicked butt with junk a bunch of times and sealed play is so fun so uh team worlds is if another thing i would suggest for you to do possibly is uh play team worlds man it's fun man you get together with, with six two other people you crack those six boosters and just have some fun man i mean it's pretty fun mm-hmm. hey antonio you mentioned you went to gen con what uh yes. events did you participate in there um, I just, well, <laughs> just a, the quickest of rants, all of the events essentially were sold out before we oh. got there, right? Just because of how th- those events work. Um, this is something that I learned at Gen Con this year is that WizKids has to prove that they are worthy of the space that they're given, right? So people complaining that about they, and I was one of them, complaining about they didn't have enough space it's because they have to prove that they are viable to have that space. So the what happened, what I also found out is that all the events sold out within the first 45 minutes of them going live. Oh, no. Oh, wow. So if you weren't somebody that was sitting right there just waiting, 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 you probably missed your chance. So my friends and I drove, we drove from New Jersey up all the way over to Indianapolis just to find out on that first Thursday that we weren't able to play. So needless to say, you could have cooked an egg on my head. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it really deterred my desire to play in anything. I was going to play in some pulp. I was going to play in nationals and everything like that. But I really just wanted to play in some BRs. And not being able to play right. in BRs is a detrimental thing to me. So that was a, a tough thing. Luckily, I was able to play in some on Friday and Saturday. Um, uh, yeah, Friday and Saturday because the people that signed up for the BRs also were in nationals and qualifiers and stuff like that and other events. So I give WizKids a little bit more leniency, but overall, I just played BRs and I was happy with with the BRs that I played. I won the majority of them, I, you know, I got the conventions, the winnables, the Venom and the Gwen and everything like that. Um, and that was great, fine and dandy. Um, but I just want to, I, I enjoy just pulling up. And again, that sealed element is fun for me. Um, it just really is. It's fun for me. I wish I, if if I could go back, I would have played, I would have tried my hand at um, at Nationals. I would have done a qualifier. I, there was a chance for me to kind of jump in at one point. There was a time for me to jump in. Um, but I just didn't have the, the drive to do it. Next year, I will compete, though, if I end up going up to Gen Con again. I will compete in Nationals again, for sure. Okay. Yeah, Antonio was the reason I now have the Wonder Woman set. Because uh, he was able to get that. Unfortunately, Space Ghost kind of got sold out day one. 
So I'll have yeah. to go and and put to go throw some bowls at Worlds to get a get a space ghost. Yeah, you just gotta get him first day. Like you just have to. And I knew I didn't think he was gonna sell out. I, I didn't think he was gonna sell out before Saturday, and he did. And that was insane to me. I was like, uh, okay, but you know he's a popular character and his dial is amazing, so it makes sense. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be DC or Arcana, but that's a whole different game. Yeah, Lokana was a was a whole nother animal. I'm glad that that it's not like that for Hero Clicks. Like apparently, Ed, just to let you know, by the way, uh, Lokana was like the dominating force this year. Like there were people in lines all over the place at Gen Con for yeah. the new Disney card game TCG that drops, I think, next week yeah. for some stores. So you know, if you got some Disney heads. You may want to let them know yeah. because uh, they're gonna they may overpay, so let them tell them wait a little bit. Yeah. So it's all about September ish. That's why they were doing it though. They were selling their stuff for like three four hundred dollars a pop, and people oh were, yeah people were wow. buying it. Yeah, it was it was it's pretty it's pretty insane. It's the same thing as like Venom Goddess Symbiotes, right? Venom Goddess Symbiotes isn't a three hundred point. He's not a three hundred dollar figure. He's not a four hundred dollar figure, and he was selling for that. Um, but people bought it for that and, much for like a day or two. And it's, it's just, <laughs> I it's, saw it happen. It's really just because, you know, uh, it's the exclusivity of it. But, you know, you're not going to get $300 worth out of that figure. But, again, that goes back to the point where if you play him correctly, you can. You just got to play him 1,000% correct. If you don't play him correctly, you will lose. But if you play him correctly, you can do some damage with him. He's, he's a great piece. What uh, what type of characters are portrayed on that game? So it's the general, it's the old school stuff. A lot of it. it's like it's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy. Uh, you have a lot of the movies like Snow White, yeah, uh, Moana. The stuff. Yeah. They go. It, it's all the classic Disney stuff mixed with a lot of the newer Disney stuff, but it's primarily the hand drawn animated stuff. It's not into the CG stuff like The Incredibles or anything like that, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Moana is kind of the exception. Uh, and, of course, Frozen. They're, 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 basically, if the kids love it, it's on the cards. Yeah, I mean... Well, that's interesting because we're quite the Marvel family, but right up on the heels is Disney, especially for my younger grandchildren. I may need to look into that. Definitely do. Well, I would I would look into it, but I would wait till September because I know a lot of the game <laughs> stores right now. Their big problem is is that their the initial release date is the eighteenth of uh, August. The problem is is that a lot of the stores all they have allocated is what they bought at Gen Con, mm. so they don't have the extra you know ten or fifteen boxes that they ordered allocated until September. So anything they have, they're selling it at like a super marked up rate. Like a booster at Walmart maybe five ninety nine, a booster at a game store maybe eight ninety nine. That type of stuff. So then you get these bigger boxes and like for example, there's a basically I call it like a magic fat pack. It comes as a eight packs in a box and it has like a little book of the Lord instructions in it. And it's uh I believe it's fifty dollars MSRP. But because of the fact that the places aren't going to get them till September, if they got them from Gen Con, they're selling for 175 a pop because that's how much they're going for right now. Sure. So that's well, what I'm saying. Well, I would wait till September, kind of, you know, get ready for a really great Christmas present. Because I'm sure by Christmas time, the prices will break even. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Also, I understand that PJ Bolin rolled up on a brand new game. 
learned it the same day and ended up winning the Nationals? That was, I Does think anybody that was know Lord, what that? I think that was Lorcana. Was it really? I don't think it was Lorcana. I think it was a different game for him. I think it was a different Disney game. I thought it was Lorcana. I don't know, but he got some money off of it, which, I mean, that, yeah. that wasn't bad. People people keep talking about, like, potentially making Heroclix into, like, a like the high-level play into a money thing. Um, and I think that's that's not a great idea at all. So, so Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think that would be the major mistake to go the way of magic and such. I just think money just mutters up things. And to tell you the truth, as much as I love Heroclix, I don't think the pure gameplay is really lends itself to a money type environment. There's just there's just too many zigs and zags that I, I just don't see it being that type of a game. No, and I'm sorry, but the craziness that came out of rotation it drove Facebook crazy. You imagine what happens if somebody, if I, if one particular like a dice roll goes a certain way and somebody wins the money where they could have altered it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's just it like like Ed said, it's too many twists and turns in the, the game, and it and when you make the pieces like you do, it 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 uh it one thousand percent goes to the the people that. Um, are able to get their hands on the high level pieces. You know, when there was a person that had like four or five uh, OP kit uh, prize apocalypses, the average person doesn't yeah. even have access to that or access to friends that can borrow, you know, they can lend from. So, and they were, you know, they were in the, the, the top, uh, you know, they were in the, some of the top tables for, for nationals. So, um, oh, certainly. And then I see our international friends that have so much difficulty yeah. picking up these pieces that they're getting them sometimes a year, 18 months yeah, out. Yeah. Right. That's, that's just a shame. Yeah. And I, that's a concern for the rotation too, because uh, the question becomes, are they affected by the rotation in the same way we are? No, no, I can tell you, I can tell you easily. They are not the um, whiz kids. Let th- those people in those venues know ahead of time that they can choose to go with, the, the rotation if they want to um, okay. considering that their nationals is after worlds and after everything right. rotates so WizKids did do their due diligence and let them know hey this is what we're doing you can alert your, your play groups and let them know hey this is what is going on um, they let them know beforehand so, um, so kudos to them on that because I think last year that wouldn't have been the case per se you know yeah and by the way, PJ won the $4,000 check for the Disney Sorceress Arena oh, Epic Alliances game. Okay. I knew it was a Disney I'm looking game. At his, yeah, I'm looking at his Facebook right now. So that's why I was looking at it. It's like, yeah, that's baller, PJ. I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to have to, you know, shake that man's hand when I see him. Yeah. That's may, cool. I, may I ask another question? Sure. Uh, Antonio, you seem to, you were, I've heard other podcasts that have talked directly to uh WizKid personnel you've indicated that you were able to speak directly to them oh yeah do you see a change in attitude do you see them trying for more transparency do you see well, them being a little friendlier to the well, to the I, player base so here's a here's the thing ed is People are going to want to hear what they want to hear. And if the, you don't give them what they want, then they're going to be upset if we're being honest mm. about it, right? 
if we're being honest about the situation, people are going to be upset if they're not going to hear what they want to hear. Whiz kids can only tell you so much about certain things. I'm a former play tester from a long time ago, and I know a lot of I was play testing uh, all the way up until like the, the pandemic hit. So with that being the case, what the, the player base doesn't understand is there's so many different things that go into making a set. Right. That WizKids has no control over. Right. And then the pandemic messed everything up. Right. They just did. It just messed a lot of things up. So if you actually talk to people at WizKids and if you're actually kind and you're not like, why don't you guys do this and all this other stuff, if you're actually kind to them and just ask them general questions that they generally can answer. You can't say, oh, hey, man, so how many supermen are in the next set? You can't say stuff like that. But then you can ask them actual questions. And if you ask them in a, in a proper way, they are listening. Always. They're always listening. Whether they actually act, that is a totally different thing. I can't necessarily speak on that 100%. But from the employees that I do know that still work at WizKids, and I know a, a, a nice little amount, and from the people, especially what people got to understand is the people that you see at the shows, 90% of them do not work for the actual company. They are just volunteers. Oh. They're the volunteers. So the people that you see working behind most of the, the stuff, and if you go to the booth and stuff and you see those people, those aren't people that actually work for WizKids, like, that are on the actual payroll. Um those are just I've people. been an envoy like that uh, a couple of times when I lived in Texas. Uh, I actually went to a couple of the cons in Dallas. And so I did demos uh, for a couple of days just to teach people how to play hero clicks at different cons. Yeah. So I can attest to what Antonio is saying. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's generally to, to really answer your question wholeheartedly, of course they're listening. Of, of course they want to. So at the, the um, I had a great time at the fan appreciation night. It was a technical difficulty getting all the um the slides to to go which is crazy that's in 2023 and we still have like problems with projectors but um <laughs> but we they had a lengthy Q&A and they were very honest and upfront about every single question that they could answer except for like oh so what's the name of the next set that's coming out that we don't know you know like every everything else that was asked they answered it truthfully and they said it themselves um that they are great gaming company everything else they could use work on and they said that themselves they said they 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 owned up to the fact of the shortcomings and they said that they want to make the game less complex and not change the rules every six months and stuff like that i know it doesn't seem that that way but i think (laughs) i think where the game is right now is where the game is going to stay for a good amount of time If, if anything there might be some powers but but overall Yes, they are listening. Yes, they do want to. Um, they do want the the fan base to be happy. But just like this type of thing, they did this cut actually for the fan base. They really did. People don't think that they did. They did this for the fan base because sure. uh, Sakari and Iron Man and Scarlet Witch were so hampering on the actual game. How can you have pieces? Look at Notorious. Nothing in Notorious that we know of just yet. And we saw a full unboxing and we've seen a few chases and stuff like that. Nothing in Notorious says, hey, I can beat Scarlet Witch with the basic team that's that's right now. There's nothing. There's nothing that can do that. So you have all these amazing pieces that are about to come out. So many cool pieces that are going to come out. 
that would have been hampered by pieces that don't even you put Sakar and Iron Man and Scarlet Witch together, which so many people did. That's not even half of your build, which is crazy to think about. That's not even half yeah. of a 300 point team. You can't tell me that that stuff is good for the game. It's just not. So WizKids is listening, regardless of any, anyone that's listening to this. I know a lot of people are turning their nose up that are going to listen to this. Trust me when I tell you they are listening. They do want the best for us. We're just not always going to enjoy it. And there's tons of stuff that they cannot tell you. One thing I, I will tell everybody is licensing plays a huge role into the game as we see it. That's why we keep seeing the same characters over and over and over again. What people don't understand is that when you make certain characters, you not only does WizKids have their deal with Marvel, but then for certain characters, they have to pay the creator outside of that as well. Most people don't understand that, that that's how certain work. That's why you don't see Gambit a lot anymore. That's why you don't see Nightcrawler a lot anymore because they have to pay extra to make those characters, right? So WizKids wants to do all the things that they want, but it has to be a, a joint thing that, that works. I I w- wish I could say all of the stuff that, that was right on the table that I saw dials for and stuff like that and never got to see the light. I mean, look what happened with the WWE stuff. We saw yeah. we saw sculpts for that. And and something that was out of WizKids' power made it so a whole set of figures didn't Just get gone. made. Just didn't get yep. made. I, I wanted a Hulk Hogan, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat so bad, right? And a junkyard dog, like I wanted those pieces really, really bad, and that, that 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 had zero to do with WizKids. Absolutely nothing to do with WizKids. So, so again, they're they're listening. They want to make us happy. They they don't actually just want to keep giving us the same Avengers and stuff like that. But that is in Marvel and DC, especially for my DC listeners out there. It is not on WizKids that we only get one DC set a year. Trust me, it is not or on WizKids. Or in this case, too. It, but, but trust me, it's not on WizKids. It's on DC. But there's no way that WizKids can then go online to a, a, on, to the internet and say, hey, man, DC is at fault. Because DC can then say, well, you know what? We're not letting you use our, our property anymore. You can't use our right. IP anymore. So so they can't throw their, you know, the, they can't bite the hand that feeds them. They can't do that. So they have oh, to take sure. what they have to take what they're, they're given. And so many people just don't understand that when I talk online, which I do so much and people just don't understand that. But they are listening. They are listening. They do want a, a good game for us. Um, I do wish they stopped changing things up. Lord knows. <laughs> and I told them that I tell them that. But there's a way people also have to understand there's a way to ask for what you want. Right. My my father said it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. Right. So there's a way that you can ask for these things that you want and not be a dick about it. And doing that, you attract more flies with with honey than vinegar. So, you know, so people got anyone that's listening. Just keep that in mind when you engage with anyone that you think is a WizKids employee. Talk to them. You know, like you were, you're talking to somebody that that has something that you want and you want it. You know, just be nice. Right. A little, a little bit of kindness and niceness goes a long way. You know. Well, yeah. First of all, I'm gonna say this. You speaking to wrestlers, and I'm sitting there going like, "I need a death the rose, baby. I need a death the rose and the yellow and black polka dot polka dot suit. Run around talking about add yourself to the pronoun section, baby. I've wound the dime with kings and queens and eight and alleys and polka beans." I needed that figure like two days ago. But then the other thing I'm like pitching, if anybody's listening, you know, we got Space Ghost. We had the Teen Titans Go figures. We had the um, 
the figures from uh, Scooby Doo. Can we can we get a head up our bear set? Can we get like a cartoon set? Like, can I get a Hong Kong fooey? It's a, is that possible? It's it's so I, no. so another thing that hap- that was said at uh, and I'm gonna make a post about it too. Actually, when we get off of here, but one thing that was said because I that's the first that's the first question I ask is, hey, I I literally say, are there any like IPs that y'all wanted to get that you couldn't get? Their exact words were. There's no IP that we can't get. It's all or that we don't want to really engage in. They, right. They simply, we just have to make it work. That's it. We just have to come up with the numbers and the deal and everything like that. But there's nothing that's off of the table is what their, their exact words were, right? Now, they also said that next year there is a DC set that is coming out that is 100% something they have never done with DC ever. They said 100%. They said there is an IP out there that we have never done with DC. And it's going to blow everybody's socks off. So, oh. so, I mean, and this is what they said at the, the, the it wasn't just a personal talk I had. This was a room full of people that heard this information. Right, right, so, right. So, trust me, it's some cool stuff coming. You know, I'm tired of the Justice League and the X-Men and, and the, the Avengers just as much as everybody else. I want all the, the, the quirky C-list and D-list stuff, but we just have to be a little bit patient, you know? Well, yep. I'm very happy for my DC friends. Oh, yeah. Notorious looks like well, a great set. And they said, guess what? Depending on how Notorious does, they're going to do the Marvel counterpart. Those are their exact words. Oh, Those are their exact I words. I love they it. Said, they said, we haven't done a, a all-Marvel villain set. So they said, oh. yeah, when we do something like Notorious, depending on how it sells... We can turn around and then do the same thing for Marvel. Why? You, yeah, I can easily see take, see a, a Axe of Vengeance set. Come on, like that stuff is. is I'll take or, my money, right? Open my wallet and take what you need. I'll I'll buy yep. that. Yeah. Secret Invasion. You can even do a Secret Invasion set where it's just the different villains that even masqueraded as heroes. You know, you could have Bullseye but as Hawkeye. You could have you know Sentry. You know, and do a really cool Sentry thing, which I know we've got a Sentry currently. And we've, and got, a an and we've got Bullseye as Hawkeye, too. <laughs> we have him as well. Still active? <laughs> yeah, he just came out in Avengers Forever. Oh, okay, I didn't realize. Yeah, he's I, good. He's okay. good. He's good. But yes, no, yeah. the, the, premise is, the premise is the same. It's, it's villains, and I mean... Yeah. He, why not make Bullseye, you know, again, you can do him however you want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so that would be the definite play there. Uh, now, another question I'm going to ask. Now, Antonio got the chance to see this. So I'm going to let him go last. Oh, that's okay. He got to see him up and close and personal. Uh, now, we got to see pictures from Wheels of Vengeance. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say right now, the if it wasn't for the Ghost Rider on the surfboard with the flames following him, okay. It would definitely be my favorite. It's the one I want more than anything right off the bat of what I saw was the Wolverine yeah. on a motorcycle. Yeah. That's just dope on several levels. First of all, it's a Kira slide. Let's just say it. it That's is. what it is. It is. But he's got the claws popped and everything, dragging to the ground, which is dope. And I just love that. I'm like, I'm hoping I get that. Like, that'd be dope to have, like, first couple of pulls. And yeah. So that'd be dope to have. Just if if, if I never play it, it's dope to have. Oh, so Ed, what was your favorite scope that you saw out of uh, Wheels of uh, Vengeance? Oh my goodness, I, I, oh all of them. I, my hero clicks don't usually sit in plastic totes, 
one of the things <laughs> I do is I 3D build and I, I hang them on the walls. Nice. I put groups together. Nice. Um, I that's that's my jam is is to to show off. I make a little museum. My grandkids love it. We're in between homes right now. We're having a home built. But when I get into that, I'm going to have a whole storage room that is just my man cave. And every single square inch will have uh, something on the wall and, and showing off on, on that. But that being said, the, the, the iron fist that glows, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the, the new bases, these, these, they're not calling them, what are they calling them? Double puck bases, something. They look fantastic. They look, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm beside myself waiting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, no toys better. Antonio, of course, you get to round us out. What what was the one you saw got the hold in your hand um, and all that other stuff? I mean, Wolverine, <laughs> Wolverine was, was extremely dope. But for me, as a huge Namor fan, um, he uh, is, him on the shark just looks so good. It just, I mean, it looks so good. And, it was, and the best thing about that is it absolutely 1,000%. Yeah, my favorite clicks are those that haven't been clicked yet. That, that I love I love being surprised and I know we're getting the zombie um, the zombie Aquaman and uh, this set coming out in the notorious set but I would love to have a redo of that sculpt with uh, zombie zombie Aquaman on a zombie shark <laughs> that would be awesome so that'd be my joy and jam. Okay, Antonio, did we lose you? I think we may have lost him for a minute on the audio there. All right, so we will we will do this. Um, I am going to go ahead and say something real quick as it relates to the Wheels of Vengeance as well. If I understand correctly, we are going to be getting... I, I, don't, I think it's like, is it going to be like four to a booster instead of five? For this set, like they're a little bit bigger, and so they're going to need a spot, which I mean, it'll be interesting for the price and everything else. But then again, I think for what we're getting, I think there's a lot of value in it. Uh, but Lord knows, trying to carry some of that stuff's going to be funny, and so that's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, what's a vehicle that you would love to see that you that you haven't seen yet? If you could get any vehicle out oh, of War, out of Wilson, um, I I love. I love Captain America on motorcycles. I just think that goes together like French fries and ketchup. So I, I'm looking. I'm looking to see Cap on a motorcycle. That's that's kind of that's kind of exciting. Uh, that's what I'm after. Yeah, I was joking with Antonio on a post. I said it'd be cool to have Spider Man driving a spider buggy up a wall on the side of the base, mm-hmm. and then have the prime version of that be uh, Blind Hawkeye. And old man Logan in the spider buggy. And it was like, well, I think they'd be too big. I was just like, well, yeah, but I'm thinking there's a way you could do it. You could, you could side scroll that summer. I don't know. It's just in my head. I get why he was saying it's a lot bigger or whatever, but, but still, I just would be like, yeah, give me the spider buggy in a smaller version. I don't know how, but I feel like they could do it. All right, so you were talking about one of the pieces that you got to hold, but it clipped out. So if you'll go ahead and go back over that, Antonio, that way we can hear that fully from you. 
Uh, Namor, the Submariner on a shark, was something I was not expecting at all. So to see him be in the set, what it does is it makes it so it opens up all of the possibilities. Wolverine on a, a bike was something I potentially thought might be in there, but him, even Robbie on the surfboard was something I was not expecting to see. So I think as a whole, this set has a plethora of things that we're going to be able to see that we're going to be blown away by. I now fully expect Cap on a bike. Um, so many other people that are just going to be on vehicles. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm f- so excited to to see it. But Namor and the Shark, that's that's my number one want for the rest of the year, realistically. <laughs> all right, all right. And Ed just mentioned about you know getting uh, Captain America on a bike, and I was just talking about beforehand about me and your discussion on the spider vehicle, the spider buggy. You know, kind of have a wall up on the side of the base and then have a spider buggy going and have one that's be Spider-Man driving and then have one that's a uh, prime version and have old blind Hawkeye and old man Logan in it on the other one. And we're just, we're just talking about that before you got back. Well, you want a, you want a two by two base, man. Okay. You want a two <laughs> by two base, bro. You want a two, you just, you can't do it on a, on a, on a double, you can't do it on a peanut base and get the level of detail that you're going to enjoy. That's the whole thing. It's called, you would have to go back to old scale to even like attempt at making, it. it's going to be small. And you want it to be big. Think again. Think about Avengers: Infinity and how big the buggy was there. Now put two characters inside of that that buggy, yeah. like that <laughs> Hawkeye that you want. That has to be a certain size. So yep. they could do it, and hopefully they'll do it as a, a con exclusive. I would love a, a old man uh, Hawkeye and an old man Logan riding around in a buggy. That would be amazing. That would that would be amazing. Yep. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, first of all, uh, you don't understand the levels of want I have that I have to curb because <laughs> I want everything, <laughs> but I know I can't have everything. And that's the important part. But um, really, at the end of the day, first of all, I just want to say I really appreciate you all coming on and talking with me about rotation and, and the craziness it is. And I know people will have their opinions and people will post them because we've already seen it. And my thing is, at the end of the day, you know, don't let it ruin your love of the game. If it's not fun for you anymore, it probably wasn't fun for you before rotation, just to be honest. Uh, because, if, because if rotation was the thing that took you out, you were on your way out already, more than likely. That said, you know, don't go broke in it. You know, understand, like, you know, pulp is a thing. And a lot of people love the format. I know that's if, if I'm not playing in Battle Royales, I'm gonna try to get down there early enough Thursday to where I can play pulp and see what happens. I mean I may I may crap the bed, but I'm gonna have fun doing it. And that's the thing. So it's about that's and Silver Age is a thing. And Silver Age is a format that is supported by WizKids. So if you bought your Sakari and Iron Man and your your Scarlet Witch last week thinking that you were gonna run tables for another year. You still get to do so just in the silver format. Trust me, mm-hmm. there are more than just 300-point modern. There are silver, too. Yes, WizKids has to do um, better all around with prizing their formats because I know that's a big thing with the prizing at Worlds. Um, so hopefully going forward, they go better. They, they do better. I'm praying that they will. Um, but there's other formats than just 300 modern. People just have to re- re- keep that in mind. And I'm sure, like you said, if you were upset that 
you know, something got rotated, then you were on your way out anyway, realistically. Mm-hmm. If you're going to let that take you out of the game. The game is, yeah. is way more diverse and it advanced than just one or two figures. Trust me. Trust me. Um, in, in a perfect world, I mean, if people are getting out, I'd be like, look, I need constructs. I need green constructs. I need yellow constructs. I ain't afraid to beg. I'm just saying, set me up a price. Let's work it out. <laughs> I need to get some constructs. Antonio just sold me the uh, Green Lantern Batman. So I need some stuff to help him run and, and put instill fear in the hearts of man. You know, beware my power, Batman, Green Lantern's light, I tell you. <laughs> I, 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 you heard it here first. I got a feeling that Black Lantern, Hal Jordan, is going to do something wonky with the rest of the Lanterns. The chase from um, Notorious. I, I just have an inkling in the back of my, my, my head that makes me think that they can't tell me that only the, the constructs that they made in this set that's all you really get out of the constructs. And Lord knows we got a lot of Sinestro core out of Notorious that's coming up. There has to be something else that's outside of the Lanterns that we just got for Batman team up. It has to be something. I think Hal Jordan is going to be one of those characters that's able to do that. So I'm, I'm all fingers are crossed. So what if, and here's a crazy idea, because, you know, I'm back in that want mode. What if they legacy card the Black Lantern constructs from the War of Light for him it's too much it's it's too much right because or maybe or maybe certain ones so it's the it's now before they legacy i could see them reissuing like the the old like i could see them reissuing the constructs kind of like they did with and, and give them out at cons and shows and stuff like that i could see that being a thing because there's no reason why you can't use like say the crossbow and the, and the, the um the, the boxing glove and all that type of stuff like you should be able to still use all those different things and um i, I think there's a, a lane for that whiz kids need only desire to do it they've already re-released the, the constructs essentially two times you know first with the, the ones that they came out and then when they you know released everything like they did they right. can do it I'm just hoping that they, I want more lantern, like I want more ring slingers more than I want more constructs. I want more people that actually wear rings on their hands. Right. So, if you play a whole green lantern squad, you should be able to run them with rings instead of just being like well, one. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole nother thing that I think they back themselves. Um, you, you got to think about it this way. If you can have even two lanterns that, that can make lantern constructs for free, two chainsaws on one team and you can run two lantern barriers right now but two green lanterns that get it for free that might be able to do something very cool and then if you would have had two chips on your team just right now just you know before rotation you got two chips and both of them can just make um those chainsaws like they can that's a recipe for a lot of pain if played correctly so i understand why they didn't do it i do wish they would have changed it to make it more where it's not solely abusive but it is what it is multiple uh stop signs in one color oh my gosh it's the tur- that's what i'm saying like the turtling which is why we saw the poison ivy like we did you want a turtle that's fine hulk is going to just destroy your object and get five points for it or I'm just going to shoot it from here and from wherever and destroy your barrier and get five points for it. So that 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 super rare Ivy is going to be on a bunch of teams. And you're going to see a lot of 15-point victories in Hero Clicks going forward. Watch. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just going to see it. Like, oh, you want a turtle? Fine. Yeah. I'm, so, yeah. 
And and the fun thing about that too is is that you're going to see a lot of other because Notorious is bringing us the first opportunity we're really seeing for uh, victory points outside of the kill the KO. And so there's a lot of figures in there that's like, okay, if this particular thing happens, you get X amount of victory points in addition to the normal thing. So you can literally build a team potentially out of just getting additional victory points. And then you have to confront because if you don't, they're just going to sit there and rack up a whole bunch of points off of stuff like, oh, I broke hindering terrain or I broke a barrier that you put up, but I put up. Okay, so now I'm just going to sit there and break through that and then gain so many points per time I do it. You know, it can get really crazy really quick. And then, especially with the Ivy that they preview during the rotation announcement, uh, if I'm reading it correctly, her special power basically says, okay, if a person's adjacent to one of her tokens, they get a plus one defense. Well, before it, in the trait, it says, if uh, a plant token breaks uh, breaks between the line of fire, they get plus two. So potentially, if I'm reading that correctly, while she's got that special power showing, Let's say Hulk breaks through a couple of walls, a couple of turns. Now you got potentially, you know, several plant tokens. That would cap his defense at an additional plus three. Plus he's healed up a bunch since he's breaking through walls. So yeah, that, that might it, work. I mean, it at least gives you, it at least, yeah, I think, yeah. It gets silly. That, yeah, it can, it, it definitely can get uh, pretty, pretty dumb, uh, so. which I like. Yeah, but you know they gotta find ways to. They want people to fight. They don't want people to sit in turtle. That's why they they shorten the maps. They literally Thanos. We talked about Thanos earlier. They literally did that so that they can't make a, another Thanos. So that if you make a Thanos, he's easier to get to, and that ten range that he has, which is great, can't just be you know destroying everything from across the map before right. you have a chance to get to him. You know so. All right. I'm going to ask this question to wrap us up with. What's a figure that you feel like is going to get more powerful with the rotation? And I will start us off with Darkseid from the Notorious when they do his legacy card. If they don't do a whole lot to him other than just lower his point value a little bit, that range is a scary thing to deal with. That That's my 50, That's my five cents on it. Uh, Antonio, who do you feel like is more powerful with the rotation? Um, I'm again. I'm gonna go with a 200 point Hulk. I'm just that's a that's Hulk is one of my favorite fictional characters, and exactly what you just said makes it the reason why he is going to be great. Because oh, Dark Side, you got 10 range. That's fine. Oh, you rolled a seven against me. Well, I rolled an eight. So you Clap take back. some damage. You yep. take some damage, and that goes for me and all of my friends. Yes, they're 200 points, but you got to earn those points. And on a map where essentially his, you know, when he gets to hypersonic, that's an eight square swing. That eight squares can pretty much get to most corners of the map, depending on where it's played. So he's he's the first figure that I'm like, I want to really test him out just because it's point denial. Also, 250 point uh, title or, or mission point Thanos. I think he's going to be, oh, gosh, oh, that's going to be so good. That's fun. That's fun. All right. Ed? Well, I kind of think that the Hellfire Gala uh, Polaris is going to come on strong because we're losing uh, Venom Magneto. Her double, her double um, uh, telekinesis, particularly with that uh, smaller map, I think you're going to see an uptick in her play. Yeah. Here's something funny about her. You know a keyword that she gets that uh-huh. I didn't expect to get a word? 
Detective. Ooh. Okay, you just doubled my idea. So oh, yeah. amazing. All of a sudden, when Sherlock Holmes drops in January <laughs> with his own set of mystery cards or his own mystery card or whatever, and then you're like, wait, World's Finest is a detective too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah. Another another real cool piece that I look forward to building around that I've already built some teams is Miss Marvel Super Rare from Avengers 60. She, yep. can, go on, oh. she can go on any team. And she can go. She's she's like the old school my buddy. Wherever you go, I'm gonna go, my buddy, my buddy. <laughs> and she, uh, in the right situation, will hit like a tank. So I look forward to playing her. The first team I'm gonna play her on is my uh, Amazon Generations, uh, like One Warm Generations pack. Ooh. That's gonna be a, a fun thing to do. So yeah, good good call. There you go. So we were wrapping this up. So Ed, Antonio, as always, thank you guys for coming on, being willing to talk with me about rotation and other things. Uh, greatly appreciate it. You guys rock. And uh, we're going to go ahead and sound off for this um, and stop the recording. So we'll talk a little bit afterwards. But anyway, so before we get done, just want to say the following again. Thank you so much for coming on. Hope people listen. Um, when I had Jay Majors on, one of the things he talked about was in a we did another podcast for Gen Con. Unfortunately, that audio got messed up. But um, one of the things he said was that, that there was a really cool situation where a couple of people that went to Gen Con were not sure they were going to go. And then they heard the episode with him on it talking about how there's opportunity for you no matter what you decide to do. And so they really felt encouraged by that. So never feel like where you're at in a game is less than because you don't know what kind of inspiration you could be doing for somebody else that wants to play. So, uh, Ed, we'll start with you. Any last words before you wrap? Well, I just want to thank uh, you for this opportunity. Uh, William, I love your passion, and I I enjoy following you. And, and Antonio, I enjoy your artistic an illustrator impact on taking a look at these Heroclix figures. I just relish your insight, and I thank you for that aspect of the game also. Thank you so very much. That means a lot. That, that really means a lot. Uh, one thing I, I just want to say before I leave is, uh, folks, just enjoy the game. There's so many different ways to enjoy the game. There's so many reasons to enjoy the game, and there's so much to look forward to with the game. Yes, nothing is perfect. Yes, WizKid definitely has faults and things of that nature. But if you really love the game, there's, there's, I think the, the game is at the best place it's ever been in totality, right? When we when it comes to comic accuracy, I just posted a thing about sculpts and things of that nature and like posted those two green goblins next to each other. Um, again, not every sculpt is, not every sculpt, not every dial is going to be exactly what we want. We're not going to get all the, the figures that we want and the characters that we want. Um, but the game is in a good place, so do your best to enjoy the game. There's so much out there that's fun. Play your game, um, like Will was just saying. Play your game, and don't, you know, even if, you know, you just want to play the West Coast Avengers and let that be what it's going to be, um, play your game. Have a good time, and uh, I, I hope to see everybody out there um, when when we, you know, at the local and big events, too. You know, feel free if you see me. Come up, say hello, and let's let's chat about some clicks. There you go. I'm it's, looking forward to it. 
Definitely so. Listen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you all for joining us on this conversation. And above all else, do me a favor. Be blessed. Be a blessing to somebody, guys. Take care.